and this is the art of less doing. I'm going to teach you how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, including your health, in order to be more effective. I want you to stress less, free up as much time as possible, and do the things you want to do. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast, episode one. 57 with Dan Pena of the $50 billion man. Now, I'm so excited about this episode because, first of all, Dan is in his early 60s, I think, and he is just a firecracker. He's created an enormous amount of value for all sorts of people and their companies throughout his life. And he asked me before the interview if we had an explicit podcast or not. And we do. Uh, so people have uh, certainly cursed on the podcast before, but no one usually asks. So I like that he was thinking ahead that he was going to be using a lot of dirty language. So uh, if you are faint of heart and don't like it, uh, this one has more curse words than the normal Less Doing episode. But it was an awesome, awesome interview, and I know you're going to love it. So I'm I'm just so excited about everything that's been happening again since the live event. It's only, it's been almost, almost a month now, but the buzz is still going and working on so many new things, and it's great. So if you haven't gotten on board with the Less Doing Journey, and this is your first podcast, well, thank you for listening. And if you have been listening for a while, thank you for being a loyal listener. The Less Doing Podcast pulls together the top experts in the industry to help you optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, so you can start doing the things you really want to do again. But what if you could reclaim your time and make everything in life easier? What would you do? Who would you spend it with? Well, Less Doing is about you. It's the easiest way to learn and implement a huge amount of productivity into your life. Whether you're a crazy busy business owner, a tired executive in a large company, or a stressed out soccer mom, we've brought it all together for you to help overcome the overwhelm in your life. For the latest how-tos and actionable tips on becoming more productive, I ask that you go over to lessdoing.com and sign up for my brand new newsletter, which just comes out once a week. We don't like spam any more than you guys do. And it's just going to have a summary of the things that we've come up with during the past week and any new sort of announcements we want to make. If you want to dive in deeper, grab a copy of the book, Less Doing, More Living, or you can sign up for a real coaching call to see if you're a good fit for one of my quarterly masterminds or my boot camp programs. The first call is totally free and you get a ton of actionable tips to make everything in life easier. Just head over to lessdoingcall.com to sign up there. So let's get to the links today. The first one is a pretty weird one. It's called Genie. And if any of you have a, a K-cup machine or an espresso coffee maker, then you're familiar with putting those little pods in a machine and out comes your delicious beverage. Well, Genie is the same idea, but for meals. Uh, and I, I, I'm kind of... <laughs> kind of freaked out by this idea but basically they have genie baking pods that you can put in and it will come out with full-on meals you'll get cupcakes or scones or uh, apparently uh, pretty much anything that you can bake which is which is crazy so uh, definitely want to watch and see what happens with that and it does seem like a pretty convenient thing if you can make freshly uh, freshly prepared food not reheated food in 30 seconds or less so check out the genie crazy. Um, but on that same line of food stuff, there is a new app that came out called Fit Men Cook. And I have to be honest, the thing that caught me caught my eye was that the intro video has a recipe for smoked salmon guacamole. Oh, yeah. 
I love guacamole. I think I could live on guacamole. If it, if, if it was possible to get an IV of guacamole, that would be fine with me. Uh, but it's a really cool uh, app. First of all, the, the recipes are amazing looking. It makes the shopping list really, really simple. Um, you can actually keep track of your calories and macros within the app. Uh, and it just, it's just got these great recipes. So, And I agree. Fit men cook. <laughs> so the next one, this is for anybody who has their own website. I, I just, it's a good service. It's called Bablick. And it's automatically will translate your website in real time into any language, pretty much, uh, and multiple languages. So uh, before, you might have had to actually recode all the stuff and translate and, and deal with all, all those various aspects of having different languages on your site. But now you just install a couple lines of code. And they, I, I love these sites where you put in your website and it will instantly show you a preview of how their service will work. So theirs does that. Uh, and you can pick any language you want. And then you'll get a little bit pop-up, a little bitty pop-up on the right side that has the flags of the different countries, for example. So if you want to have French and Italian and Hebrew and Swahili, it doesn't matter. You can have that all on your site. So uh, really, really useful for anybody who is dealing with people on the web in different countries. There's a great article over at the Bulletproof site called Five Steps to Hack and Heal Female Sexual Desire. And this was written by Alex Jamieson. Now, Alex, uh, you may know her from the movie Supersize Me. She was the girlfriend or I guess wife who was the vegan chef who cleansed Morgan at the end. And she was famously a vegan for eight years, wrote all these books, or more than eight years, sorry, but she wrote, I think, eight books on vegan cooking. And then she decided that that wasn't healthy anymore. And she's been a big meat eater since then. And it was a big sort of hullabaloo in the, in the food world. I actually met Alex and she's really, really cool. And, you know, it, it, it was a big deal for her to sort of like come out as a meat eater. And uh, so she anyway, so she wrote this article on five steps to hack and heal female sexual diet because apparently May was or is National Masturbation Month. So she talks about uh, basically about uh, chemicals in uh, household drugs and pharmaceutical drugs that affect hormones, uh, as well as sugar as a female desire killer and probiotics, which I thought was really cool. And then she talks about masturbation. So uh, all this stuff kind of fits in there. And it, it, it's, a, it's a well done article. And I, I really recommend people read it. So the next one, this is a service that I cannot wait to try out. And if you, if the people from Duffel are listening to this, please get in touch with me because I want to try this. It's Duffel, D-U-F-L. And it takes the hassle out of clothes, bringing clothes with you when you're traveling. So what happens is you sign up for the service and they send you a Duffel suitcase, which is a hard shell suitcase. And you fill it with all of the typical clothes that you might wear for a business trip. I, primarily, I would think this is for a business trip. So your button down shirts, maybe a pair of jeans for going out at night, shoes, belt, tie, all that stuff, put it in there and you send it back to them. Then the next time you go on a trip, all you do is pull up the app. You tell them where you're going to be and when, and you arrive at your hotel and the bag is there waiting for you. You have all your clothes, everything's nice and clean, whatever, and you, and you, you use them. When you're done with your trip, you put them back in the bag, leave it at the front desk. They pick it up, bring it back to their facility and expertly launder, fold and put everything back into the suitcase waiting for your next trip. I think this is really genius because, it, first of all, I mean, it's, it's just convenient, but it also reminds me of the Jason Bourne movies where he had the, the duffel bag in the, the, the safety deposit box in the Swiss bank. You can actually use this for some really interesting things, maybe not just clothing, actually, but if you want to have a, sort of a global lifestyle and you want to store things in places and not have to carry them with you or deal with them in any way, this is a really cool service. So I, I hope that they, they do well, actually. I'd really love to try it out. 
Now, the next one is a is a simple app or an extension for uh, Chrome. It's called Tracker. And what it does is it shows you the time you spend on various websites with a graph, basically. So every time you open a new tab, it's going to show you how much time you've been you spent in minutes on various websites. And it's a just it's another form of tracking. I think it's really interesting. It probably won't produce a lot of surprising information. People might be spending a lot of time on Facebook and on Gmail and maybe Evernote, that kind of thing. Maybe YouTube, who knows? But it's interesting to see how much time you're spending, and it will actually maybe uncover some things that you you didn't realize you were spending a lot of time on. So I, I love that kind of thing. Uh, the next one's kind of specific, but it's also it's one of those things that's just really useful. It's called Transloader, and this is an app for iPhone and iPad that will allow you to download large things on your Mac computer from your iPhone. So, for example, if somebody were to send you a 20 gig or 20 megabyte or 20 gig, yeah, 20 gig zip file on your iPhone, you could forward it to Transloader and it would download it onto your computer so that when you got back to your computer, it would be there waiting for you. It's a simple thing, but a huge time saver if you get that kind of traffic going back and forth. Um, and then the last thing is called the Chili or I guess a chili pad uh, from Chili Technology. And what this is is a dual zone mattress topper that allows you to choose a specific temperature anywhere from 55 degrees to 110 degrees. So this is awesome for couples. This is awesome for anybody, honestly, as like a sleep hack, but for couples particularly. Because, for example, I like to be much cooler at night than my wife does. And, you know, but if you're feeling sick, then it's nice to maybe have a little warmer. If it's really hot out, it's nice. So and this is not air. It's actually running a, a, a small amount of water through the mattress topper and heating or cooling that. So you're not changing the air temperature. It's just more like radiant heating or, or conductive heating, I guess. So it's it's just a really cool way to hack your sleep if you need to get to a, a, a more optimal temperature for sleeping. All right, so I, I really just recommend people check out Chili Technology. So now before we get to the interview with Dan Pena, I just want to remind everybody again that what we're doing now with a lot of less doing programs is I, I, in true less doing style, I've simplified things quite a bit. We're not going to have the membership site anymore. Uh, it just didn't make sense to have just a membership site on its own and, and things. So now, basically, if you join one of the boot camp programs or the mastermind, you get access to hundreds of hours of video content that I would have had on the membership site. And the truth is, is that the boot camp is my favorite program because it's an eight week program that gets people through all of the new stuff on each of the fundamentals in my system, but it's a community. It's a growing community because once you get into the bootcamp, you're in it forever. And there's this private Facebook group where people are really active, posting questions and advice. And now they're going to all have access to all of these videos. So it's just a really cool place to take your less doing journey to the next step. So again, if you want to book that call, you can go to lessdoingcall.com and talk to one of my certified less doing coaches. It is not a sales call. It is an actual productivity coaching call. And you'll get to see really what the value of less doing is. So I hope you take advantage of that. And in the meantime, enjoy this interview with Dan Pena, the $50 billion man. And now for feature interview. Okay, so now I am speaking with Dan Pena, who is the $50 billion man. That's the best thing. It's the best title I can, I can think to give you right now. There's so many things that you've accomplished. You're, you're a coach, you're a mentor. You, you, you've been an incredible success in many aspects of your business. So, so Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Well, Eric, thank you very much for having me. And uh, the, uh, all I want to do is add value to your listeners. 
Well, I, I, I can't imagine how that would not happen. So thank you. Um, so why don't we start right with the, with the $50 billion man? How, how, did, how, did you, how did you get that title? How did we get there? Uh, a, a, a few years ago, my crack marketing staff, and, and, I, and I teased about them, but they are very good. Uh, we were there. They came to me, uh, and uh, they and somebody uh, uh, came up with the idea that nobody talks about numbers, uh, dollar values created by uh, coaches. And, and I told them the story, which is a true story of how I, when I started coaching in 1993, the first time I ever mentioned numbers was in 1997, because by that time, by in the first four years, I created about a hundred million dollars in value for my mentees, devotees, students. And it fell on such, it, it took this audience, it was at the Harvard Club in New York City, a prestigious group of CEOs. It, it took them back so uh, that they thought I was crass for talking about money. And, uh, and quite frankly, in early on in my coaching career, I was, I was trying to suck the guys into the vortex. I can't get them across the goal line unless I can work with them. So I, I, I didn't mention money again for many, many, many years. Uh, and then a few years ago, um, uh, it came to my attention again, and uh, and one of my staff said, "Have you ever run the numbers recently?" And I said, "No, I haven't." And they said, "Do you realize that you created more than fifty billion dollars in equity and value with your mentees and devotees?" And I said, quite frankly, uh, not too modestly, I thought it would be a lot bigger number than that, but no. And uh, the fifty billion is money that I've created, value that I've created, wealth that I've created for others. That's not me, uh, and in equity. Uh, and value, like uh, a stock went from three dollars to ten dollars, or net worth went from ten million to twenty-five million, or uh, net worth went from zero to a billion. That—that's what I mean by that. And so I started using it, and the um, um, and, and and the other the, the other coaches uh, don't talk about numbers. Of course, I, I I'm I'm considerably different than the other guys, as you are uh, well aware. And uh, but my, my game is the uh, my model is to pull as many of you guys across the goal line as I can while I still uh, like coaching. Uh, and the benchmark that I use, money's not the only thing, but money's the only thing anybody really keeps track of. And so uh, and so that's why uh, I use the number. And actually, it's a lot. It's greater than 50 billion. But I can only talk about everybody wants wealth, but not everybody wants notoriety. So I, I honor their privacy. If you don't want me to, uh, you know, I don't I, I don't use the numbers of people that want to be, you know, stay uh, on the down low. So that's how I came up with the 50 billion. Well, that's pretty good. It, it, it's actually it, I think that that's it's not crass at all. I think it's nice that the 50 billion isn't, you know, your net worth. Rather, it's the value that you've added to other people. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. And so, uh, in fact, on the net worth scale of people that I work with, I'm uh, I'm not even in the top. Uh, I used to be in the top 10, but now I'm not, if I were using my numbers, I wouldn't be uh, in the top 20 now. No, and, and it's a weird competition anyway, so that's why I, <laughs> I think that, you know, uh, Peter Diamante says, if you want to be a billionaire, help a billion people. So I think that, if Correct. You, you know, I, I, you know I, I tend to agree with that. Yeah, so delivering that kind of value is really wonderful. So, so let's tell me about Quantum Leap Advantage. QLA, um, when, when I uh, was a, uh, a CEO of a, public, a large public company that I had founded, a natural resource company, uh, and I took it public on the London Stock Exchange, the shareholders threw me out in uh, 1992 uh, for a number of reasons, not the least of which uh, 
uh, Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait, and my biggest shareholder was the Kuwaiti government. They own 30% of the company. And when Kuwaiti was losing the war before the Americans uh, uh, moved in to save them, my share price dropped about 70%. And so, uh, needless to say, uh, somebody had to fall on the sword. So uh, uh, they, they tossed me out. So when I was looking around to do, do something, um, uh, one of my very good friends suggested I, I, I teach. So I, I tried to teach university uh, for about a year, and that wasn't very fulfilling to me. And then uh, I, I went around, and they said, well, why don't you coach? Why don't you show people how you took $820 and turned it into $450 million in a declining market in uh, about eight years? So uh, I went and looked at all the competition, and uh, I put together my outline. <clears throat> and the day I went to a seminar, Jay Abraham seminar, and, and, and Jay I know well. And I was at his seminar, and they at his seminar, they passed the mic around for people to talk to. And I took the mic, and I stood up, and I said, my name's Dan Pena, and I'm the uh, uh, initiator or the inventor of the QLA methodology, Quantum Leap Advantage. Now, I came up with that name the night before I'd watched a TV program called Quantum Leap. Yes. And I said, I bet you, oh, I'd like to be able to do that, to go into the future and to go into the past, et cetera. You've got so to be kidding when I had the mic and, uh, and, and what I teach, and I, I firmly believe that then, and I even believe it more now because I've got tens of thousands of devotees that have used it, that we have an advantage if you use the methodology that I teach. Uh, and it is, is a huge advantage and it's a quantum advantage. And so that's how we came up with the name Quantum Leap. That's pretty cool, I gotta say. And I was a big fan of that show, so that, that's really yeah. funny. I still watch it, it's still on, uh, Reruns here in Europe. I'm at the council right now. And uh, in fact, it was on last night. I watched it. Yeah. So, well, I, and you brought up the castle. So I want to talk about the castle too. So you do these retreats. Are they, are there are these, uh, the mastermind retreats basically, are they annually or what, how often are you doing them? No, um, I do them um, between two and six times a year. Uh, this year, I'll probably do six. Uh, I have one coming up in June. I just finished uh, April. I did one in January. Uh, there, um, um, eight day, um, seven night, um, seminars here at the castle for, uh, between 18 and 22 people, depending on if you're married, you come with your spouse, etc. Uh, you, they all stay on the estate. They start at eight o'clock in the morning, uh, and they go to 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, the 10, 11 o'clock night part is because we have homework, we have classes, we watch movies, we watch uh, videos after dinner and they have homework. And I give homework uh, during the day. Uh, so it's a long week uh, for them. Uh, uh, if, if you've seen the videos, you notice I'm as energized at the end as I was at the beginning. And they all look tired. And the reason they all look tired is because emotionally they're sapped. Because they've had to come with to the realization uh, that the, the, the reason they're not more successful is nobody but themselves. And that, uh, you know, they, they, they we're all carrying emotional baggage. And so uh, and we, we spent a lot of time with that. And then I, I, I go through the steps of uh, how you can still get money, uh, you know, how, how you find what I uh, believe is the key to QLA, a dream team, mentors, get an anchor chairman, get accountants and lawyers to accept your transaction on a success fee or what's more uh, commonly called a delayed fee basis, because I started with no money. I had 820 bucks. Uh, and, uh, the, and, and a lot of kids that come here uh, don't have an idea, 
don't even have an industry, but they know that, let's say, they're working for Hewlett Packard or they're working for uh, 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 chemical, not chemical banks, out of business, Citibank, and they they want to leave, and so uh, uh, they come here, and uh, for the a year after you leave here, they uh, are mentored for me. Uh, the seminar it costs the money. The mentorship for a year is for free. I mentor the kids for a year for free. Uh, and uh, and some kids come with an existing business, obviously. Some uh, kids uh, uh, come to the realization after being here for a week that they should exit the business. Uh, uh, some, uh, uh, all of them make a quantum leap emotionally. And, uh, you know, because the, uh, you know, high performance people, uh, you know, uh, have a lot of energy. Uh, and uh, we, we show them how the, 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 you know, motivation gets you started. Good habits keep you going. We show them uh, tips, as they're called now. I don't like that word, but uh, how to stay motivated. Uh, you know, I show, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Uh, how to uh, uh, change your, uh, the mix of people that you hang around with. Uh, you know, I, I tell people that, you know, uh, you may not like Donald Trump, but he's a high performance guy. Uh, and Donald Trump doesn't go to the Super Bowl. He doesn't hang out at sports bars. I mean, uh, Richard Ran- uh, Branson doesn't do it either. Bill Gates doesn't do it. And uh, and you know, what do you do on the weekends? And so uh, it's it, it's 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 a um, it's a paradigm shift in the real sense of the word when you come here for a week. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an incredible kind of immersion. Uh, but that also, so that made me think of something really interesting for me too. Is you know, your business the the was in energy, which is a a fairly old school business in a lot of ways, and. How have you seen your coaching sort of evolve in terms of the businesses that you work with now? Absolutely. Just, you know. Good question. Well, the uh, I have made a lot of money either for myself or for my mentees in every single industry from A to Z, including the Internet. Personally, I created a, a short 200 million bucks on the Internet. And even though that's not a lot of money to me, when I tell people that, nobody else other than Zuckerberg, Gates, and a few guys, nobody else knows anybody that's created that much money. And that's in my own businesses. That's not, I'm not talking about all the, the, the money I created in the internet to my mentees. And so uh, uh, what's transformed and what's changed <clears throat> is it's easier now because where I was doing legwork, shoe leather, meeting with people and giving presentations, 60, 70% of this is now conducted over the internet. Right. And with Skype calls, Zoom calls, etc. <clears throat> and so you can cover a lot more ground in today's market with the Internet, just like the Skype call we're doing right now. Uh, the, uh, and so the, even though uh, I, I made a majority of my money with, with bricks and mortar early in my career, we have continued to, to, to bring it forward in, in, in many, many different industries, uh, including the Internet. Yeah, but... Um it's just interesting to see sort of how some people they evolve with the times and sometimes the times evolve without them. So correct. It's good to see. So uh, in, in terms of like an energy business too, that was, I mean, it's probably a very long conversation, but how did you, in essence, do you think turn $832 into okay. Okay. hundred million? Well, I'm, I'm currently in the alternative energy business now, even today. <clears throat> but that's what with solar panels and, and, and wind farms. But let me back up. Okay, so it's not, it, it's it's a long time ago. I get thrown out of a company. I, I've been thrown out two or three times, and it's kind of a pattern there. But 
because I'm 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 I'm, I'm a lot of things, uh, including very headstrong, and I and I and I always do what I believe. So I I look for I, what what I look for is I look for uh, a need and try to fill a need. Okay, and if you can't be first, you got to be different. <clears throat> well, back in the day, uh, the um, the refinery business. Uh, the uh, refineries in the United States were operating at between 40 and 60 percent capacity. So we were uh, uh, under way under capacity. <clears throat> and yet the United States government. And if you want to do business with somebody that always overpays, do business with a government, either uh, a foreign government, a U.S. government, a municipality, a county government. They always overpay. So I saw that the Defense Fuel Center, which is the federal uh, buying arm uh, uh, for the United States uh, government, was uh, had a shortage of a jet fuel, jet fuel one and jet fuel two. So I came up with the idea, well, the government's got a shortage and the refineries are operating at only 40 to 60% capacity. So I went around to a number of refineries and I finally found one in uh, Alabama called Marion Refining. Uh, and uh, I uh, gave them the opportunity. I said, How, what if I could make your refinery 90% capacity? And they said, oh, well, uh, is it legal? I go, yeah. And then I told them it was with the federal government. And they said, bullshit, we don't want to do the federal government because there's too much bureaucracy, too much paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is before the Internet. I mean, these are forms that you filled out. So I said, I'll do all the paperwork. You don't have to do any of that. And um, so I bid on the contracts at the Defense Fuel Center. Uh, and I won three contracts, a 20 million, a 20 million and a 10 million. Uh, I filled up the refinery uh, and I made a, tiny, a, 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 a tiny uh, profit. Uh, jet fuel at that time was selling for about a dollar six a gallon, and so I uh, roughly bought it at a, uh, at a dollar six, and I sold it at a dollar one point six two. So on tens of millions of gallons, uh, and uh, the uh, and I and I've done that a number of times, <clears throat> and a number a number of my mentees have gone back and bid against government contracts. Now it's easy; you bid online, uh, and uh, of course you have to marry the the shortages with uh, et cetera, as I just talked about. So that was the beginning. My first year, I did $50 million in revenue with one employee, me, a lease fax machine and, 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 uh, uh, and, uh, and a phone and my new house that I couldn't afford. And then I took that $50 million and I realized uh, roughly I was making, uh, putting through banks about four plus million dollars a month. Uh, and I used that as leverage. I used that as leverage to, to get loans. I use that as leverage to get uh, open doors. Uh, and I came up with the idea that uh, the um, uh, I could take a, a company public in the UK, uh, an exploration company, because uh, you're not young, old enough to know this. But back in that day, Maggie Thatcher had just saved uh, the UK from bankruptcy by uh, privatizing companies, one, and two, they discovered oil in the North Sea. So they were very hot. So I went to where the market was hot. Uh, and, uh, and, and I, I went there and I uh, found assets that I, could, uh, I couldn't afford to buy. And I was the first person to take an option public. I took an option on oil properties public in the UK. Uh, and, uh, the, um, and I turned it into, uh, I turned $60,000 into $100 million, uh, in about 100 days. Uh, and uh, the rest, and then I uh, bought companies, and I and I got uh, quite adept. I found out that I couldn't find any oil, uh, and so I decided if I can't find oil, I'll buy oil. 
and I bought assets and I bought 22 or 25 different companies and I built up the company to uh, a very large independent oil company, one of the largest uh, and uh, operated in South America, the Gulf of Mexico, America, the United States, Canada, and in the UK. Was that fun? <laughs> yes, and oil was going from $40 a barrel to $10 a barrel, at, all at the same time. So I buy assets, and by the time the contract dried, I was down 15 20%. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, 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 I, and I teach the kids now. I mean, we've got kids doing, uh, uh, making acquisitions, finding money. Uh, the, one of the greatest myths, Ari, is that there's a shortage of money or money's hard to find. That's all bullshit. Money's not hard to find. What's hard to find are good deals. And unfortunately, the kids, that, most of the kids that are listening to this and most of the kids that I talk to, they wouldn't know a good deal if I bit them in the balls. You know, and that's why I believe so much in the dream team, because the dream team has the experience. You have four, five, six guys that got 100 years experience between them. They can tell you what's a good deal, you know, and, and, and that way you don't waste a lot of time. And so that's why part of QLA and the, uh, and the, re the main reason the QLA is so successful is because they have a, a, a dream team that guides them. Uh, and it all starts with a mentor. Uh, and you've got to find somebody that has faith in you. That uh, and, and what they used to tell me and they tell the kids even today, you remind me of myself 20, 30, 40 years ago because the young kids have the energy. They can work the 20 hour days. But that, on the other side of that, a lot of kids that come to me that don't want to work 10, 15, 20 hours a day and I can't help them. You know, I'm not a four hour work week guy. I'm just not. And, <laughs> and, and none of the high performance people I know and I've had the privilege of knowing Gates, Buffett. Jobs, Sir Richard Branson, Trump, uh, in the old days, Ross Perot, uh, uh, Hewlett of Hewlett-Packard. Those guys weren't four-hour workweek guys. Those are all 15, 18, 20-hour workweek guys. A day. Uh, yeah, a day, excuse me. Yeah, and, and so now you obviously are pretty high energy as well. I mean, do you mind me asking how old you are? I'll be 70 in three months. Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible, honestly. Like you just you sound just so full of energy and life. Well, I uh, am, I am. I mean, uh, it's like I've been on some podcasts, Ari, uh, and they say, "Have you ever tried ayahuasca and DMT?" And I didn't even know what those things were. <laughs> and and uh, and I say no. And then I say, "I'm high on life." You know, yeah. I am, and I have been high on life for at least fifty years that I can I can remember. And uh, the. Uh, <clears throat> And I just am. And they, they, and what's kept me uh, sharp the last 20 plus years is I mean, I've met tens of thousands of kids like yourself. And I call you all kids because I'm old enough to either be your father or grandfather um, that all have different perspectives, that all have different ideas, uh, not all of which are good ideas, but uh, it keeps me sharp. And uh, and and when I uh, can, uh, they can benefit from my years of experience, uh, just as I did from my three great mentors. Uh, the uh, then I, I've succeeded, uh, and I, I plan on doing this for a number of years uh, more. I used to give seminars all over the world. I don't do that anymore. Uh, I even used to give the seminars for free. I, I did. I'd rent a big um, hotel at the LAX uh, uh, International Airport, and I put seven eight hundred people in there for free. I'd give them lunch because you know I'm the only guy that's doing this that I know of that hasn't made money by putting asses on seminar seats, 
selling CDs and selling books. Yeah. And so I did it for free, but my results, even though by industry standards were pretty good, they were shit to me because uh, what guys don't pay for, they don't really respect. So, uh, and even now today, I give all my product free. I don't sell anything. I've got nothing for sale other than the Castle Seminar. Uh, and uh, and what I don't have on my site, uh, I've got four or 500 pages of free content. You can get on Torrent. Uh, and I tell people, go to Torrent, where they stole the shit from me. You know, that's fine. And in fact, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, we're coming up with a site that has all my product that has ever been published from 1993 uh, to uh, a few years ago, where I'm going to sponsor the server and it's going to be all free. That's great. That's really great that you're doing that. Yeah. And, and I'm doing it because every, the people uh, used to say my stuff was too expensive and it was my, uh, my, my product was really expensive. And because I knew it brought add value, but I mean, you know, the uh, the two two or three hundred thousand dollars a year that I made in selling product, which is you know may, might be all right for some people, was dog shit to me. Didn't mean anything to me, and it was more administrative hassle than it was worth. Uh, and then uh, then I have some guy like Gary. Oh, my CD didn't come back right. Uh, can you send me another? And uh, uh, so now I have no customer service. You know, I have no call center answering questions. If you can't figure it out yourself, fuck you. <laughs> okay, that's a good. I mean, it's a good policy, I guess, uh, for you. I, I, that, that, and that's it's very efficient. So I appreciate that. Uh, but now talking about energy, though, I do want to ask one question. I really wanted to ask you, which is, what does your morning routine look like? Okay, um, let me start from. I go to sleep between twelve and one o'clock at night. Twelve midnight or one. Normally closer to twelve as I can. I normally sleep. Um, uh, between six and eight hours, depending on what my schedule is the next day. Six and eight. Uh, if I have early morning stuff, uh, I always want to be awake at least 90 minutes before I'm going to talk to anybody or do anything. Uh, at least 90 minutes. I feel better two hours. Okay. So then let's say I get up at like this morning, I got up, I think I got up at 808. 8.08. Uh, the first thing I do is take my, uh, my morning pills. I take between 150 and 180 pills a day, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, et cetera. I take my morning pills. I come, I, I come down to my office, which here at the castle is about 75 meters away. I got to go through the staircases, et cetera. And I check to see if there's any important emails in the morning. Oh, uh, if there's no important emails, then I go and I stretch. I stretch for 15 or 20 minutes in the morning. Uh, and then uh, I, have, I have a couple of cups of coffee. Uh, and then I have my morning uh, Skype or Zoom calls. And then between 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock, uh, I have something to eat. I have a, 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 a light lunch. Either I'll have a salad or some salmon. Or, uh, or some chicken, or I, I'm especially uh, like tuna, uh, tuna. Uh, and then I'll have, um, I work because I mentor about 100 kids and I'm reviewing their weekly reports. So that takes me two, three days. So about a third to a half of my time is pro bono for the kids that I'm mentoring. So I go through the reports, I answer the questions, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then in the afternoon, in about when I finish... Your, your call is not my last call. I have another call after this, another interview. 
then I'll go uh, and I'll, um, I'll, I'll walk around the estate. It's 4.7 miles around my estate, 4.7. And I'll normally walk with my dogs and my wife. My wife is uh, visiting a sick, re- sick relative right now, so I'll be doing it by myself today. And I drop off the one older dog after about halfway around the estate, and I stay with a younger dog, and we walk around. Then I come back, uh, and uh, uh, I, have, uh, I do more emails, I'm researching, I'm writing, writing my blog, et cetera, et cetera. Then I go to the gym about uh, uh, 7.30 to 8. I'm in the gym about an hour. Uh, then I have my evening meal, and then I'm working again at my computer until about uh, uh, midnight. Uh, and I, I normally watch one program with my wife between 11 and midnight, whatever she decides she wants to watch. One of my favorite programs is Criminal Minds. Uh, and, um, and then uh, I have my evening pills. By the way, I take pills all during the day at different times of the day. Uh, and uh, then I, the day starts all over again. Okay. Well, that's, that's great. It's a pretty good routine. So the last question that I like to ask on these injuries always is, what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? And you can determine, interpret that however you like. Well, I, I only have, you know, I've been asked this question in different ways. You know, if, if, if you were 20 and dropped on the earth and yada, yada. And, uh, well, first piece, bit of advice is I'd look to fulfill. Well, first of all, just fucking do it. No yeah. matter what, just fucking do it. Okay. But I mean, in addition to that, I'd look to try to find business with a, uh, with a government entity. Because government entities and not, nothing illegal, immoral or unethical. That's not what I mean. But government entities are sloppy, and they leave a lot of profit margin for a young entrepreneur or an old entrepreneur for that. So I try to find a need that I can be supplied either to a government or by a government. And in healthcare, there's, I mean, in the energy business, uh, in uh, all kinds of business, construction business, there's all kinds of things. And even if you, for example, let's say you have a, you win a, a small construction contract and you, you win it and then you go find somebody to actually do the work and you do the margin. You don't have to start a construction company just if you, because you win a construction contract by the federal government. And I've got a couple of mentees, more than that, but two that have really made a lot, a lot of money uh, in the hundreds of millions uh, doing exactly what I just said when they left the seminar. The third thing that I would do, uh, and uh, really it should be the first, is find a mentor, somebody that you can leverage off of their experience, his or she, her experience. You can leverage off it, uh, and that really, uh, and you, you should have something more in common with a mentor other than just business. My mentors I had in common one tennis, one golf, and one fine food and wine, because uh, uh, the, uh, uh, and and, and spend time with them and, and, and pick their brain, as they say now, um, and, and, and sap, not sap their energy, but sap all the good stuff out of them that you possibly can. And you'll be very surprised that many, many, many people uh, have time for you that you wouldn't think. Uh, the kids come to me uh, all the time and uh, they say, uh, you know, how do you find a mentor? And I said, well, you don't find a mentor at a sports bar. If your friends are belching and farting at a sports bar, that's what you're going to turn out to be. Yeah. And, and, and the kids don't like hearing that because that's what they do. They spend their time at sports bars. Right. 
Absolutely. Well, um, Dan, that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Where can people find out more about you and Quantum Leap Advantage and everything else? Okay, Ari. Uh, DanPena.com. One. All the free stuff that you can ever want to read is there. Take my success test. It only has about a 95% success rate, pun intended, saying how you're going to turn out in life. It's only 16 questions, guys. It's pretty damn simple. Number one. Number two, you're going to be able to get all my free stuff. You can go to Torrent now, but you can get all my free stuff on uh, the, 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 um, the uh, site that we're going to uh, announce in the next couple of weeks. And number three, go to Ask the $50 Billion Man. Uh, and uh, uh, the, uh, there you can actually compete in a contest to try to win a spot free for the castle. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, uh, the, uh, the, you know the, the world is your oyster. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few good guys out there like yourself, but most of the stuff that they listen to isn't worth a shit. But, uh, and I, in, in closing area, I would just tell the kids that are listening, if the person that you're buying a podcast or listening to a podcast or buying a CD or buying a book or going to a seminar is not where you are, where you want to be, and if they have not made their money in the real world, not putting asses on seminar seats, I would give pause for thought and maybe pick somebody else. I think that's very, very good advice, uh, <laughs> really. So, Dan, thank you so much. It's been awesome talking to the $50 billion man. Really appreciate your time. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing podcast. If you want to find out more information of the show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to lessdoing.com where you can look at Ari's blog, see the show notes for this episode, and also look at all the other episodes before this. If you want to send us a voicemail, we would love to hear from you and we'll play it on the show. You go to lessdoing.com, click on contact, and look on the right side of the page where you'll see a, a send voicemail button. Click on that and go ahead and record an audio message for us. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter. Ari's Twitter handle is at Ari Mizell, and mine is at Felix Bird. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next time.